This episode of the podcast is brought to you by none other than your mother. If you do enjoy, and I hope you do, please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, high five, send me an email, send me a couple bucks, either or. Enjoy the podcast. Wow. YouTube! No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to take that from the uh, person that has that as their YouTube tag. But yo, what's going on? What is going on? 2022. 2022. Um, I know I didn't do a proper send-off with you guys when I, uh, you know, before the year ended, 2021. But I'm here today on this very, very snowy day in upstate New York. Um, two things. If you didn't know it, down south is getting snow, and that's fucking weird. Uh, Georgia got about half a half an inch of snow or less, and they shut everything down, which is beautiful. Um, I can't make fun of them because I used to live there, and uh, to say the least, um, they don't have salt trucks. Okay, they don't have all the resources that we have here in upstate New York to uh, to supersede the snow. So I know it's fun to make fun of down south when they get a little bit of snow and how excited they get. But it's true. After living there, I was like, what are we worried about, man? But over like half inch of snow, man, people getting stranded on the expressway. It's no, it's no fucking joke. But here in Rochester, New York, we got over a foot of snow and it's actually still raining or <laughs> still snowing right now. Um, I have been waiting patiently to get my snowblower out. I mean... <laughs> I was so excited to get it out that just uh, uh, probably a little over a month ago, I went outside, and uh, typically it would be snowing a month ago, but it wasn't. And so I went outside, and I was like, man, I, I really hope this uh, this starts up. It's my, my one thing I worry about every single year, because since I bought this snowblower, mind you, I bought it used, I have not put any, I haven't done anything to it, really. I mean, really, the only thing that I've done to it is put gasoline in it. I haven't even put fucking oil in it. I bought it used for two hundred and twenty bucks or two hundred fifty bucks or something. And this guy knows what he's doing, so he buys them, fixes them, tunes them up, whatever, and uh, sends them on their their glorious way. And uh, loaded that shit in the back of my Ford Ranger, and I haven't looked back since. But the only thing that's broken on it is the uh pole start the pole start so i have to plug it into an extension cord to uh to start it um it's got like an electric start feature on it which is really nice but other than that it's money so i plowed through um a little over a foot of snow today and you know got the driveway all cleared up and was a good husband and stuff like that but it's been uh you know it's been it's been really awesome um, I, uh, one thing I, I want to kind of reflect on last year, last year, um, there was a lot of changes. There was a lot of things going on. Um, I was, I was graduating, I graduated barber school. I got into my first shop and every so often I get in these, like these, uh, this headspace where I'm like, I need to, I need to make some drastic changes, right? I need to, I need to shake things up a little bit. Um, I think there's a lot of people that probably... Uh, do the same, do the same thing, because I, I don't know if it's like a something to deal with me being like an Aries slash Pisces, but 
it's something I have to do every so often. So I started reading all these self-help books, which was uh, really helpful. And uh, I, I, dude, I think I read like four self-help books in a row. And I don't know, I, I almost hate that they're called self-help books in a way because it sounds like really like, oh man, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's okay, man. I just need some advice. <laughs> so um, I read a few few good books and took some notes on them and was like, okay, these are some things that I need to do that I need to implement in my life. And so anyways, I started doing that and uh, two big takeaways that I got out of that was I needed to start keeping a journal. Not every day. I, I did start out doing it every day at first, but um, I, I don't want to force, you know, it's, I, I don't know. I guess there's a positive and, and negative to, to uh, you know, making yourself right. But sometimes I just don't have anything to say. Like, I'm just very at peace, which is okay. But one of the, the other things that I uh, figured out and that I learned was it's very important to make goals. Um, and I've never been really good at making goals because I'm like, okay, what's a short-term goal? And the headspace I always get in is like, like, what am I supposed to be doing, you know? And there's never a good answer. It's There's never anything we're supposed to be doing. I mean, at, at the end of the day, we're supposed to be, you know, living our lives uh, pretty genuinely, I, I would hope, and and just, uh, you know, go about your life so it doesn't affect, negatively affect other people's lives. And if you can add to other people's lives, that'd be um, really positive. So I made some some goals last year. One of my biggest goals to complete by the end of the year last year was to be 100% um, self-sufficient with cutting hair, meaning I didn't need any other job to make a living to pay my bills. And gosh darn it, <coughs> gosh darn it did I do it. I uh, I don't know if it's just the magic of writing the goals that caused it to to happen, but Regardless, I did it, and by, let's see, by end of July, by end of July, I believe, I was fully, 100%, all my money was going towards my bills. Not all of my money, but you get the idea. I was self-sufficient, which is beautiful. It was an awesome goal. Of course, money... Making more money is always a great goal, but um, more importantly, I was improving my health. I uh, started doing a boxing class with my dad. It gave us something that we could uh, get together every single week. <clears throat> gave us a good excuse to get together every single week and hang out for that 45 minutes and do something that was uh, was helping both of us. Uh, so I would, I guess, I would say that was, uh, you know, that was something that I was actively doing that was helping contribute to not only my life positively, but it was contributing to my dad's because I, I had got him a, a one-month subscription to boxing, which was uh, really awesome, really cool. So we've been doing that this entire year. Um, so I've been improving my health that way, and um, I was able to quit smoking finally. For those who don't know, smoking cigarettes is absolute garbage for you. Yeah, some people can go their entire lives uh, smoking and, and not have an issue. They have those, they have iron lungs. But me, I was born with uh, uh, asthma, mild, mild form of asthma. And through smoking cigarettes, I I uh, brought back my childhood asthma, which was 
terrible and I, I didn't like living like that. I mean, I was, I was legitimately, I'll, I'll tell you guys, um, shamefully, shamefully, I was, I would take a, I would take two hits of my rescue inhaler right before I would take it, right before I would go smoke a cigarette. Um, I can't remember who I was telling that to, probably one of my clients at work. <laughs> and, uh, they, uh, you know, surprisingly, I'm not the only one out there who's done stupid shit like that. I mean, there's people on oxygen machines or oxygen, you know, just on oxygen who are smoking cigarettes still. And that's, that's not any different. Um, it's worse, I guess, but at the end of the day, it's stupid. So quit, quit cigarettes. Um, and yeah, it was just, I, I think it was a good year. I mean, I, I don't want to, I don't want to gloat because I think there was a lot of people that had a bad year. And have been really struggling through this um, COVID. I'm not even going to call it a pandemic anymore because realistically, I don't really know as if we're at the tail end per se, but we're definitely not what we used to be. Um, but yeah, it's been great. And I decided this year I got to keep up the trend with making goals. I think everybody should I, – I, I feel like I'm like that guy, you know? You, you ever, uh, you, you ever, um, God, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but I'm just going to go for it. You know, those people out there that are like, you know, sometimes you'll find people on social media that are like pushing this agenda of, you know, eating healthy and completely changing your life. And it, it's like, yeah, dude, we know. But, okay, so the real point is, you know, someone who, you know, it'll be like someone who's like, oh, I was addicted to heroin for five years, and I was stealing money from friends and family and breaking into people's houses and selling stuff, <laughs> so, selling things so I can get money to buy more heroin, and, and you know, you guys, you know, you guys really should live a, a healthy lifestyle, like, that's no way to live, and I'm just sitting back here like, yeah, dude, I fucking know. You know, aside from many, many other reasons, there's a lot of, uh, there's, there's one specific reason that I don't do hard drugs. And one of the reasons is, well, not really for me, never interested me, but I know how fucking addicting or addictive heroin is and crack and all that, all those hard drugs. That's why they're called hard drugs. I've seen it. I've seen documentaries, family members. I've seen them walking down the street. I've seen them walk by the uh, the barber shop. I see it all the time, and you know I'm I'm very happy for people that get out of that because it seems like once you're in, you're in. Uh, so I'm very happy for these people, but they post as if there's like a new, like they've had a new. Uh, like this epiphany of like, oh, don't do hard drugs, man. Just fucking eat healthy and work out and drink water. And I'm just sitting back here like, yeah, dude. I know. I know. <laughs> and I mean, I, I say all that, um, you know, for, for comic relief. But still, it's, it's, it's a serious thing. But it's like, dude, come on. So... Um, also, I think a lot of people wait till the end of the year 
to realize all the shit they did wrong in that year. And then they're like, oh, well, I have a week left of this year. So I'm going to continue doing the wrong thing. And then first of the year, I'm going to change everything. And uh, I'm guilty of it myself. But I realized many, many years ago, for myself at least, that if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to make a change, I have to do it right then and there. Because when I smoked cigarettes, it was like, okay, after this pack, after this cigarette. And I can't even tell you the anxiety that you get when you're addicted to cigarettes. Or, or anything, I would imagine. That when you run out, you're just looking for it. You're looking for more. And with cigarettes, it's like there's so many – there's a gas station on every damn corner. So I, I could always talk myself into it. Oh, I need gas anyways. No, you don't. You got three-quarters of a tank, dude. You don't need to go get gas. I would stop in there and not even get gas. I would just go get cigarettes. But either way, I'm out of that, and I'm so happy. And I hope that I hope that people are starting to realize, like, Hey, I want to make a change, and I want to make it now. Um, and I think it has happened. I've I've seen more than ever on social media people doing these like body transformations, and they're like, "I was three hundred fifty pounds. Look at my journey." And it never gets old. It never gets old seeing someone go from three hundred fifty pounds to you know, let's say one hundred eighty pounds or whatever whatever the healthy weight for that person is. It's amazing and it can be done. And I've seen it I've seen it in young people. I've seen it in people in their 20s and I've seen it I've seen it in people in their 50s, 60s. It's never too late. And that whole mindset of oh, well I'm just old and this is just what happens. Never. I never never am going to feel that way. I'm never going to have that mentality. Because that doesn't do anything. I mean, imagine I was talking to a client. I, I talked to so many clients about the same shit. And so fucking true. If at 30 years old, and I've met a few of these people, if you already gave up at 30 years old on life, and your mentality is, my situation is, is what it is because life happened to me, I feel so fucking bad for you because I don't know if you know about know, know this about the human body, but the human body is super resilient. And if you think you're done at 30, I don't care how shitty you treat your body, you are going to live at least another 20 years. At least. With the high possibility of you living like 50 more years. I always I, I think I look at eighty as like the average age that people probably live to, right? You know, you, you can't take in some people go way too early from freak accidents or from from you know things like cancer. And I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat that or you know make it seem like that shit doesn't happen. Sometimes life does happen to people, good people too. But for the most part, we can control what the future is. We can control that. And when people are in their 30s and feel like they, they can't control it, I feel bad. I don't even feel bad. I just feel sorry. Because it's going to be a long life. 
It's going to be a long life. Yeah, time flies. Yeah, I'm thinking, holy shit, dude. I thought, it, I mean, it was just, it was just October. Now we're, now we're in the, in the next year. And we're, we're halfway through January. But if you look at the long haul, I'm 30 years old. I got about 50 more years left, if not more. And I couldn't imagine feeling like I'm like things are like, yeah, just what it is. Because every year with that mentality, it just gets worse. You dig yourself a deeper hole. And I don't know. I don't know. It's like you're, it, it, it's like you, you think, you think that the hole is just so deep that you can't get out. But all you're really doing, all you're really doing is just making the hole wider. You're making it wider. You're in the middle of that hole, that big old circle, and you're making it wider. So the journey to get out is longer. You just got to walk to the edge, and you got to climb out. But you can't jump. You can't jump. You're below sea level. You can't go any deeper. I mean, you can if you if you go to certain parts of the ocean, but that's neither here nor there. We're not talking about facts. We're talking about, we're talking about getting out of that fucking hole that you're in. Stop complaining. Stop making it seem like life happened to you. You're control. You're in the driver's seat. It's just you think that life is a fucking Tesla is going to drive you, and it's not the case. But on a on a brighter note, like I said, I think there's a lot of people that are coming out of that, and it's really nice to see. I highly dislike when people aren't doing well for themselves. And maybe maybe this makes it worse, but when I have somebody when I'm talking to somebody, I typically have these days most of my conversations in while I'm at work because uh the barbershop is kind of like a therapy. It's, it's, we're kind of like therapists. It's like barbers and bartenders. And stylists, I guess you can say too. And people come in and they just lay it on you. They talk about things that they sometimes wouldn't even tell to their friends. Because it's, you know, we're, we're unbiased. But when people tell me of, you know, sometimes people sit in my, my chair and have that mentality like, you know, they're just bummed. There's just something going on. You could tell. And a lot of times people will open up to me. And so I don't know if this is bad, but I'm very optimistic for people. And I don't know. I mean, obviously, if I'm sitting there like, yeah, man, life sucks, dude. Like, can't do anything about it. I, I would hate to agree with them because I, 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 I don't I don't agree with that. I'd be lying. So I'm very optimistic, and I'm like, yeah, man, I, like, I know you feel that way, but you know, I try to give people new perspectives, and it doesn't always help, but I'll tell you, I could see, I could see when it works. I can see when that light bulb goes on, and I give somebody something to think about. They get out of my chair, they go on with their day if they're going back to work, or if, if it's their day off, or if they got to go back home to their wife, their kids whatever if it's a college student 
it's never too late. And um, I just can't help but be overly optimistic. And I'll be honest, there's times where I don't feel overly optimistic. But I have a really good wife that we're like best friends. And it's beautiful because we, we both help each other and pick each other up, which is really important. I think the... I think aside from you feeling more optimistic about your own life, I think aside from that, it is super important to have a, a good support system. Um, I, I don't think my journey to where I am right now would would have be far more difficult had I not had the support system I have. I have a great wife. I have two awesome parents. Um, both my parents are, well, my, my dad's remarried. My mom is in a, 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 a relationship, a good relationship, positive relationship at that. And her significant other is, is a great support system. My dad's significant other is a great support system. It's, it's nice. And I think a lot of people don't have the privilege to have that. So I'm very thankful in that sense. But yeah. Got to have a sports system. Then I think uh, I think it's easier to get that support system if you if you if you start putting that energy out there. There's so many people out there that want to help other people. A lot of people who don't who have less, who have the least amount of things or money, are the ones that are the most helpful. And that's not lost on me because I was I was there. I was there. And it, it's never been lost on me where I've come from. So with, with that being said, you know, if you guys are feeling down about anything, fuck those feelings. It's okay to feel, but don't let them define you. Don't let them define who you are. Because you're 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 not what your your feelings are. Sometimes we get these. Sometimes we just get stuck in our own head, and we go down the wrong path in our head, and we just get stuck in them. But it it, it it's not permanent. It's never permanent. Even till this day, I. So. Last year, that in September, I was able. I was in a a great position. And. uh I was able to purchase my own barbershop. It was an existing barbershop. And uh, I was able to... I was able to get a barbershop. That's fucking cool. Uh, and... Am I very... Am I comfortable where I'm at right now? In life? Very comfortable. Very comfortable. And honestly, when I I thought that... When I got this barbershop, that that was going to be it. That I'm just going to do this. This is my, my life investment. This is my career. And as of right now, it is. But I'm still looking. I'm still looking for other stuff to do because I love doing stuff. I love learning new things. I love exploring and seeing what's out there. I'm a homebody too. I love being home. It's comfortable. 
It's like my sanctuary. But there's always more things to accomplish. And it's, I don't, I, I, at least for me, I don't think it's ever going to stop. I don't know. I think uh, as I've gotten older, my, I, I still like taking risks, but I take more calculated risks. Uh, I try to do a little bit more digging and, 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 and a little bit more research to make sure that the risk that I'm taking is, is smart. Because you can take a, a dumb risk. I mean, you could take a risk that had you just looked a little bit more into it, you may have been like, eh, I shouldn't have taken that risk. I should have taken this other one. That one was actually a better opportunity. This one maybe seemed like a better one on the face, but when you really dig down, you know, so I kind of fly by the seat of my pants, to be honest. And if you talk to any of my family members, they will tell you that. I've gone through so many different changes and <laughs> stuff uh, in life that it's uh, it's wild. You know, there's a certain part of my family that I don't get to see often, and it's like every time I see them, uh, I look different. <laughs> Maybe I'm not a different I'm not a different person, just more mature, I guess you could say. But I look different, you know. Whether I change my hair, the way I dress, whatever, I don't really have a set. Uh, like, uh, what, what do you call it? I'm not like a very cookie cutter person. I just can't help it. But 2022 is what you make it. It's what you make it. Last year, I think beginning of the year, I was like, dude, I got to get away from I got to get away from politics. I got to get away from the negativity that it's that it's causing. Uh, I still keep up with things here and there. There's some podcasts that I like listening to that are um, that I jive with, but I really try, really, really, really try not to interject into politics. I just view it from the outside, but really try to control. What's the the one thing, the, one of the other things that I learned from these self-help books that I read, which by the way, I think I really over, I think I read way too many self-help books. <laughs> Not too many, but I, you know, I can't really, at least for now, I can't really read anymore because I got the information I need. Now I got to just implement it. But one of the things that I learned was, you know, you can't control anything that's outside of your, they call it the circle of influence. Anything outside of that, you can't really you can't really control, and trying to is going to be exhausting, and it's just gonna it's just gonna drive you nuts. The inner circle is what you can can control: people you hang out with, the the places you go to. Uh, it's your direct direct connection. Uh, it's like direct connection to the outside world, but it's more tangible. It's like, uh, you know, if I wanted to make a big change, right, in my neighbor, uh, with something, I'm better off starting in my neighborhood than starting with the entire city of Rochester and the surrounding areas, all the borough, you know, boroughs or towns, whatever. But 
Yeah. Got to start small. I've always been a big picture thinker, you know. I, I want, uh, you know, it's like put, putting the, uh, what do they say, putting the horse before the buggy or something like that. I mean, technically, the horse does go before the buggy, if you look at it that way. Because if you don't have the horse, you can't really pull the buggy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that saying goes. I'm not good at bringing that stuff up. But it's, uh, this year is going to be what you make it, and every year after that. Um, your 20s isn't time to fuck around. Your 20s is, is time to live and to explore and, and, and try new things. But it's not necessarily time to fuck around. You know, it's not like your the 10 years of your 20s is not the last week of every year where you're like, I'm just going to do, you know, by the time I get to my 30s, I'm going to take things seriously. No, because by the time you hit 30, you're not going to you're not going to want to have to make up for all that time i realized that between 20 the age of 25 and 30 there's been a lot of changes with myself um god darn it it's my podcast i'll talk about myself but physically i've changed it's been a big growth period you know uh my shoulders kind of widened out. My face got a little bit more, you know, got a little bit more structure to my face. I look older. I don't look old, but I look older. It's kind of cool because I look at pictures from a few years ago and I'm like, holy shit. I don't even recognize that person. Uh, but physically, yeah. Mentally, huge. Huge mentally. Um, my brain settled down a little bit. Things become a little bit quieter on the inside. There's still days that I my mind's racing and I'm like, man, what, I feel like I just got to do something. But for the most part, it's settled down. And it's so, I tell you, I wouldn't take anything back. There's times where I'm like, man, I wish I would have known that I liked barbering out of high school because I could be so much further. But had I done that, I, wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have had, definitely wouldn't have had all the experiences that I had in my 20s. I made bad choices in my 20s, but I didn't fuck around to an extent that now I have to make up for all that. I hit 30, and things, the ball started rolling. The ball started rolling. And everybody's life is different. Sometimes people get the ball rolling early, and they keep that momentum going all the way through their 40s or 50s, retire early, what have you. But at least by the time you hit 30, you want to get that ball rolling. I give it a little bit more of a push, you know? So really thankful for the way things have worked out. And I'm super excited, super excited for this year. Um, as soon as I got settled into this barbershop, I'm like, all right, what's next? What, what else can I use? How can I use this platform to keep going and do more? I was talking to my wife uh, probably about a week ago, two weeks ago. And I was like, hey, you know, we have a house. She works for herself. I work for myself. Things are going pretty, pretty swell. And I want to do a little bit more. 
you know, what can we do? And I, I asked my wife, I said, hey, I was thinking maybe by next year or at least, you know, in the next, let's say 12 months, say in 12 months from now, I'd like to have enough money saved up to where we could put a down payment on A, another business that that would be passive income. Something that we don't necessarily have to be at. Something that we don't have to be at every single day. Something that we can kind of keep an eye on from a, you know, something that's uh, self, self-sufficient, runs by itself. Let's say, you know, um, this isn't what I'm thinking, but, you know, like vending machines, right? You don't really have to stand there, stand there and stare at, you know, watch people, you know, purchase stuff out of your vending machine. You just kind of, it does its thing. You pick up the money every so often and, you know, whatever. So I was thinking about doing that or, or possibly uh, selling our house, getting ourselves into a, you know, some sort of investment property that's got multiple units, maybe living in one of them while we take that next year to save up money for the house that we really want. And then, boom. Then we got an investment property in our hands and the barbershop. You know, I keep telling people, and I don't know, maybe this is a bad, maybe this is a bad way to look at things, but this is my mentality right now. I don't really want to be rich. I just want to be comfortable. I want to know that in 15 years from now, 20 years from now, if I decided I didn't want to work, that I would have enough passive income that I wouldn't need to, that my wife wouldn't need to. Or that's like the extreme end of it. But even something simple like, hey, I want to take a, a, a week off for two weeks and, and go to uh, you know, visit Val's family over in Europe or, or take a vacation or whatever, whatever the hell we, we decide to do. Maybe we just stay home and do stuff around the house. I want to be able to do that and not have to stress about it. I just remember working jobs where you know, the good thing about working for other companies is typically you get like two weeks vacation, but you, that's it. You get two weeks, two weeks vacation. And that's great, but a lot of times if you're new to a company, you're limited on what vacation days you get to, you get to pick, you know? So I want to be able to have the freedom to do what I want. So I, I haven't really put a number on it. Um, I know what I want to do by the end of the year, monetarily, but the closer I get to that number, I'm like, yeah, that's good. Better than what I was doing money wise. But you know, like, uh, there was one year, there was one year that Val and I lived in, uh, Florida and I was making good money, but Florida was expensive where we were living. Uh, but I was making like $75,000. It was great money. And you know, it's like one, one of my paychecks would pay for the entire month of rent and all the bills and stuff. And that was, that was, I mean, that was really, that was phenomenal. But since then, after that job, that job sucked, sucked the life out of me. Uh, Pretty much was making like thirty to forty thousand, probably like forty thousand average. 
And I'm finally at a point in my life where I'm making more than that. I'm making more than I was before when I was when we were living in Florida. Close to it. And it feels awesome. But I want more. I don't want to be rich. I just want to be comfortable. I want Val to be able to take off time when we have our first child. And not have to stress about it. A lot of people have to stress about that. And to no fault of their own. Even if someone has a good job. Coming out of college. Spend a few years. You know, you get married. Have your first child. You know, they're still better off. But you still got, you know, you still got only two weeks off. Um, you know, I think some people get into their first house. And they just overshoot it. You know, they get, they get, uh, they get approved for, you know, $200,000 for a house. And they spend 190000 on a house. You know, yeah, they got a nice house, but they're still struggling, you know, incrementally and per- percentage-wise, the same as the person that's making a little bit less money than them and has a house that's a little bit less, a little bit less. It's all the same. Someone who's making $100,000 uh, but has a half a million dollar house, same fucking boat. Just a bigger boat, but same fucking boat. Just got more room. By the way, our favorite word in America is storage. I realize that. <laughs> but uh, I guess we can. I guess we could say that that's my little rant for today. I look forward to doing this more often. Um. This is awesome. This is great. It's great to have a platform where you can just talk. And people can listen. Maybe someone pulls something out of this, but at the end of the day, I'm doing this for me. And if you listen, I'm happy. I appreciate you. Just keep doing, keep doing what you think is the right thing. I'm going to leave that in your hands because I know that if you feel like it's the right thing, then you're probably at least moving in a forward motion and an upward trajectory. I'm assuming you're not hitting a crack pipe thinking you're doing the right thing because even those people I don't think are, know they're doing the right thing. I think they're just stuck in a, in a vicious, vicious cycle. But I appreciate you guys who've been listening and who've been chomping at the bit for me to release another one of these. I know you've been waiting. You guys have done a great job. And honestly, you listen to the whole 40 minutes of this, I think things are going to work out for you. But uh, if there's anything to learn from today, write your goals down. I know it sounds stupid, might sound silly. Write your goals down. If you got a lot of stuff going on in your brain, keep a journal. I promise you it's going to help. It's not going to hurt. Get you a little journal from Walmart for 7 bucks. I did. They got those little, uh, those little bookmarks that are attached to them. Really convenient. Never going to go back and read my journals. He said I don't plan to anytime soon. But just writing it down, there's power in that. There's power in that. I don't know if it's like the energy from your hand that goes into the pen 
and then goes onto the paper or something, but wherever you guys are, hope you keep them warm. And uh jeez, have a great Monday. Have a great Monday. Maybe I'm gonna go I might go watch a movie tonight with my with my wife. I think we were gonna we were gonna try to go sledding, but I don't know if that's gonna happen tonight. <laughs> All right guys, thanks for listening. This is Drink Your Podcast episode I forgot. And uh we'll talk to you next